Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the World Martial Arts Radio Network. Up next, you will be listening to the USA Martial Arts Hall of Fame Show Host of the Year Award winner, the one and only Justin Harvey, producer, director, and on-air star of the Justin Harvey Show. LegacyBelts.com is making legends one belt at a time. This is the company that makes world championship title belts for boxing, wrestling, martial arts, and other special events. Feature films such as I Spy, starring Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson, and Ali, starring Will Smith, have featured title belts made by Legacy Belts. For more information, check out LegacyBelts.com. LegacyBelts.com Making legends one belt at a time Blog Talk Radio This is Gordon Rikusa, author of Shidoshi, The Four Ways of the Corpse and The Five Principles of Everything Getting My Facts Straight from Justin Ray Harvey Dan Bush. I sing Fight to Survive in the movie Bloodsport. You're listening to Justin Ray Harvey. Hi, this is Tony Luke Jr., a.k.a. Joey the Nail Nardone, and you're listening to Justin Ray Harvey. Hey everyone, it's Rick Reiser from Today's of Music 103 CIR in Beckley, West Virginia. You're listening to my boy Justin Ray Harvey on J. Ray Radio. Hi, this is the Cuban Assassin, and you're watching the Justin Ray Harvey Show. Now shut your sticky mouths! To reach Justin Harvey's studio line, please call 818-532-9762. In 1830, Congress passed the Indian Removal Act. The Seminoles, Creeks, Choctaw, Chickasaw, and the Cherokee were marched to the Indian Territory of Oklahoma. Over one-fourth of our people died on this trail. To my people, it is known as the Trail of Tears. They took the whole Cherokee Nation.
people Cherokee tribe So proud to live So proud to die They took the whole Indian nation Locked us on this reservation Cherokee people, Cherokee tribe, so proud to live, so proud to die. But maybe someday when they learn, Cherokee Nation will return. Though I wear a shirt and tie I'm still red man deep inside I'm still red man deep inside J. Ray Radio. I am your host, Justin Ray Harvey, and that song was written by one of the best martial artists slash champions slash music artists, Black Hawk Walters. I am proud to welcome the champ to J. Ray Radio, so without further ado, let's see if we can get him on the line. Hello, you're on J-Ray Radio. Hey, J-Ray, can you hear me now? Absolutely. How are you doing, sir? Awesome, awesome. It's great to be in your program. But I didn't write that song. I wished I did. Um, the name eludes me for the second who wrote it. But um, it was made famous by Paul Revere and the Raiders. And uh, I did it, I guess, like three years ago, and the author of the song was pretty cool. We put it on his website. A real Indian did my song. It's really cool. <laughs> wow, um, awesome, awesome. I, I got to tell you, Champ, I, I am so honored to have you on my show. I've been, I've been researching you for weeks and watching your YouTube videos and, and your martial arts and, and your music videos. I'm just, I'm, I got to tell you, I'm overwhelmed in a way, but... I'm overjoyed as well. So. Thank you, Jared. Big fan of yours too, buddy. 
Um, I just, you know, love who you are and getting up every day and making the most of your life. It just, it thrills me and gives me incentive to even do more. Well, that 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 is just great. I mean, you know, ever since Raven told me about you, I, I just had to meet you and have you on my show and 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 everything. So, I mean, and I've seen you work with the kids, and you you do great with your workouts and stuff. And and uh, you know, I don't usually say this, but with you, you've done a lot, and I just I don't know where to begin. So. <laughs> well, it's probably an honor just probably the only martial artist that you opened your studio with or uh, my sh uh, the show with one of my songs. That was cool. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I, I love the song. It's it's awesome. And i got to tell you, I have listened to Riding with the Devil at least over a hundred times on YouTube. So... Yeah, I've got to, um, you know, you send me your address and I'll send you a bunch of my stuff, my books and my albums and uh, my movies and stuff. Um, that one, we just, I wrote the song in an hour. And I had a couple guys from the band there and I said, let's record it. And so we recorded it and then, of course, we made the um, the video to it. But uh, when I went into the studio and the album and the singing with the wind in the studio, um, riding with the Devil is much better. I mean, and we have the Hammond B3 organ in it and drums and everything. And mm -hmm. It's actually a much better version on the album than there it is on YouTube. Wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely have to check that out because, you know, I've I've already learned how to sing the song. And uh, to let you know real quick, I go to a, uh, a camp for disabled individuals and... Uh, we have a talent show every year in July, and I'm actually planning on performing Riding, Riding with the Devil for the kids this year at that facility. So. Awesome. So let me write myself a note and see if I can find a um, karaoke version of that and you can play the music as you sing it. Uh, absolutely. So. Yeah, I love song. It's one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite song. Um, it's it's a great, great song. And it is, you know, the first song I ever wrote and took an hour and I really love it. Well, it, it's it's an awesome song. I was just like, this is just, this is so amazing. You know, I'm like, I have to meet this guy. <laughs> well, Raven and I are hopefully going to go on tour at the end of this year and we're going to have to stop by in West Virginia. And uh, and jam together. Oh wow, that would be just amazing. Yeah, I actually I forget who it was that tweeted me, but uh, uh, I had heard that y'all were going on tour through a tweet. So, um, you know, we're working on stuff now. Um, we got some martial arts um, things mixed with. Uh, Music and comedy and everything, so we're working on that now. Oh, awesome. So, so you do comedy as well? Or? Oh, yeah. When Raven and I get together, people are holding their bellies because we're, we're just funny as all get out. Well, I, I, I tell you what, champ. It'll be dangerous when the three of us have the opportunity to get together. I guarantee it. Well, 
I am looking forward to it, Jay Ray. I really am looking forward to it, brother. So, um, moving on real quick, uh, do you, do you want to talk a little bit about um, your your martial arts history and and um, sure, Absolutely. you know how you would and how you would inspire someone that uh, or you know give advice to someone that may want to take martial arts that's just beginning. Yeah, um, let's see. My father started me in martial arts. His name was Elmer Greyhawk Walters at five years old, and it was the Marine Corps brand of uh, martial arts. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, back back then, you didn't really know what martial arts were, per se, because um, you know, I was born in 51, and the first karate studio mm -hmm. was 1947 in um, Arizona, Robert Trias. So that it was basically unknown to most people, you know, what the martial arts were, and I always loved to compete, so I was an amateur boxer my whole younger life, and um, mm -hmm. then uh, 1974, they had the first world championships in kickboxing, it was on ABC television, and I'd already turned pro and had six fights, and so that was when people started knowing about it, and, and the fight game really picked up, and uh, you know, it it was hard to get fights, and uh, in fact, a lot of times I had to put on the fights, promote them myself, and put the money up just to get fights. But a lot of times you made more money that way because, uh, um, you know, you were putting on the fight as long as you had a good crowd turnout. And that's all about getting the right fighters on the fight card that knows how to, you know, um, present themselves in the ring so people want to admire them and, and copy them. So, um, it, you know, I started fighting... Uh, at 21, and my last fight was at 53, and as you probably know, um, I hurt my knee, so that's what stopped my career, and it's finally recovered now, and uh, Raven and I are training next year to do some mixed martial arts and go back out in competition again, so I was the oldest person ever to be a world champion, 48-53, and I'm coming back at 63. Wow, that, that's just amazing, and, and i, I got to say, if, if you do get back in the ring and compete, I would love to be there in person to see you compete. That would just that would be amazing. That would be great, and uh, we'll see if we can also, you know, get it. Um, as as you know, Ravens come into my life now, and he pulled up all the old tapes from the seventies and eighties, and uh, we actually got some from the nineties and two thousands. He hasn't put online yet, but he put a lot of my old fights on YouTube and. You know, I don't have that ability. I'm not a computer genius like he is. Well, you can teach me martial arts, and I can teach you about computers. So, okay, that sounds like a deal, Jay Ray. So, fair trade, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you were also in your question. You said, um, "What's the best information I could pass on to anyone who wanted to learn the martial arts?" And I think the mm -hmm. biggest thing that I learned in, in the martial arts is um, you can only get to the top of the mountain if somebody's been there before. So, you know, if you want to be a champion in the martial arts, you've got to train with a world champion, you know. And just find the best person you can because world champions are hard to come by. So if that means the best person, you know, where you live is a state champion, go train with him. And then take seminars with these guys like... Um, um, Bill Wallace and, you know, learn his kicking ability. In fact, Bill Wallace is probably a, he's been retired for 30 years now, but he's probably a better fighter now than he was then because he was a pure kicker then. 
And then he got into boxing after he retired, and he trained with Tommy Hearns. He's got a great left hook now. So, I mean, you know, you got nobody can take you top of the mountain unless you've been there. That's just all it is to it. And whether that's learning to play the guitar or, or be a fighter, you've got to find the best trainer that you can. They had to have been in the ring. They've had to have the experience. Or they can't pass it on to you. Exactly, and 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 I'd like to make a comment. I, you know, like today's competition, like the UFC and all this stuff. I wish the old ways would be brought back because you got a lot of these guys in the UFC and the MMA that uh, they get in there just to fight and beat people up, and they're too cocky. You know, I mean. I just wish a lot of old etiquette was brought back into martial arts. Yeah, this would be a happy medium, but, you know, i got great respect for anybody who steps into that squared ring, so any of those mixed martial arts fighters get in that ring, i got great respect for them. I think the thing, J. Ray, that I see that, that is missing is there's guys fighting for world titles in uh, mixed martial arts that are seven and three. <clears throat> mm-hmm. In old school Boston, you didn't get a fight. And so you were thirty and you know thirty and zero or thirty and two, and and even in the um, karate world, you got to have a record of twenty one, twenty two and zero, something like that, to even get a shot at the title. To get a shot at the title when you're seven and three in mixed martial arts, you know it it it, it brings the sport down. But I mean, again, I respect all the gazers, tough as nails. I just wish that when you got a world title fight, you have to have a reject record, you know, twenty one and two or something like that. Mhm. Exactly. So what you're basically saying is, like, you know, when you fight, like, earn your way for the title, like other guys have. Correct. Absolutely. It's like uh, it lowers the sport that way. And when they give it to that point, then the, you know we're talking um, Mayweather makes twenty million dollars a fight. You know, twenty million yeah. in one fight. And uh, I think. Um, um, St. George Pierre is the only guy making any real money. I read somewhere where he made one to three million to fight. So, uh, um, you know, that's a legitimate payday there. So it's like, I mean, I never made more than $100,000 for any of my fights. But they need to, um, you know, just make it where you have to earn a shot at the title and get some guys with some really good records. But again, with the mixed martial arts, it's pretty hard to get, you know, 22-0 and 0 and all that kind of stuff because, you can be the better fighter. You can have all these great techniques. The next thing, you're in an arm belt bar and you're tapping out. You know. I, I absolutely. It's like I, I love the sport so much that I would love to see like a MMA for the disabled. You know, a lot of people will call me crazy, but I would actually get in there with some of the guys and and, and spar. So. That's what I mean. You got so much heart. You know, that's just awesome. You know. I want to even do that. So, I mean, because, like, you know, just because, like, say if somebody's born with a disability or you may be different, that shouldn't stop you from living your dreams or, you know, achieving anything that you want to achieve. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, you have to look at things, you know, with a legitimate eye and, and, you know, it's like I'm never going to be able to... uh, be an astronaut and go to the moon. You know, that's not possible at this that's point. Not time. Realistic, <laughs> you know. but only a few people know who know me. I mean, you know, I've sort of done everything, you know, written books, been in movies and 
I learned to play the guitar and the mandolin. I'm working on the bass now, and I'm working on the slide guitar. But the thing that I always wanted to be was a race car driver. <laughs> wow, really? Really? <laughs> yeah. So I went online last night, and I signed up to drive a NASCAR, and I paid the money to drive 10 laps in a race. So that's the start of my racing career in my 60s. <laughs> that, that is awesome. You should put something like that on YouTube, you know? You're driving the car, you know? That would just yeah, be awesome. Yeah, I mean, people... You know, Raven's wife dying says, Blackhawk, everybody knows you want to be a race car driver because all you ever have is fast cars. You know, I got my Corvette mm -hmm. on. I went down and ordered the uh, 426 horsepower SS uh, Camaro. They haven't even made them yet, but I got the first order in. <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm planning to uh, rent some more cars and do some more of this stock car racing because uh, it's something I always... I dragged race when I was young, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, that's been a while so the big thing you got to do, I'm trying to look like I'm doing all these very things, and I am, but um, you got to focus on what you really want to do. So, I mean, almost every day of my life, I get up and I do my mixed martial arts or I do my kickboxing or I do my boxing. I work on fighting every morning, first thing I do. And then when I took mm -hmm. over the year, it was very hard to learn to do the guitar. When I started the guitar, I switched that around, and for two years, every morning, I played the guitar until I got to like a play it. Now I do my mixed martial arts, eat breakfast, and then I play my guitar. But you have to focus on what you want. You can't, you know, you can't be a jack of all trades. You have to focus on what you want to do. I just don't figure I got much of a career left at 63 in the mixed martial arts, so I'm looking on the music career next. <laughs> well, champ, you have a lot of heart, and heart can win a lot of fights. So. So ask me another question, Jay Ray. Okay, let me see what I can come up with. Uh, tell us about your uh, tell us about your TV show. I understand you have a TV show. I have a TV show. It's been quite a while now. Um, when Fit TV first came out, they were looking for a martial arts instructor, and they had you know um, these tryouts. Uh, we call them cattle calls. And I went and uh, actually won the competition, and so. Um, I write the show because I'm teaching the martial arts, whatever. And so when I finally arrived at Hollywood, because you have to film in Hollywood, um, we had a dispute right in the beginning because I wanted to start the show a little bit like Cheers. Before the show started, they had something that had nothing to do with the show, and they had a little skit for like two minutes and they go into the show. Well, I wanted to have a skit with the martial arts students I was teaching where I taught them morals and virtues, and a lot of them based on... Native American stuff, and they said, no, we can't do that. So, well, that's the end of the show because I'm not just going to teach the martial arts because a lot of these kids would be watching it and they'll be kicking the brothers and sisters, and i got to teach them there's, you know, an honor code, you know, and, and mm -hmm. the old martial art you were talking about, we don't have that now, but she does. And so, you know, we need to do that. So they finally said, okay, if you get, we'll give you one take, and you can do each one of those. If you can film, um, what was it, four shows a day. And, you know, each one mm -hmm. I said, okay, so about four shows that they said, all right. So they gave me one take on each one of those opening segments, and that was the hit of the show. And so that went really well. We had 12 million viewers, and for two years I was on TV, and it looked like we were going to sign a huge contract with uh, Bush Gardens and Marine World, and Rupert Murdoch come in and bought the network and fired everybody. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I remember one episode from your TV show. You was um, you was talking to the kids about balance. Oh. Yes. Yes, 
I remember that. So, because I watched yeah. that the other day. So. Cool, cool, yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't, I'm hoping one day to get this show back on. Um, there is a movie script that's been written, and the book's coming out soon, and I helped form the character for it. She saw the movie Shadowhawk, and she wanted that type of character in her movie. Mm-hmm. It's called Rattlesnake Road. And um, uh, so that the character is a character that's never been out there. And if they get to make this movie, then I'll be like the Mr. Miyagi for the Native Americans. <laughs> Why? You know, I, I could really see that, though. That could work for you. So, I, I hope you know, so. You'd have, you'd have to come up with a concept like wax on, wax off sort of thing. But, you know, I'm sure you could come up with something. Oh, yeah, we've got some really good stuff. But, but it's like I always got a kick out of it. I teased about the wax on, wax off. You're never going to learn to fight by, by doing one hand going one way and one hand going the other way, wax on, wax off. So, you know, it wasn't in the realm of reality uh, as far as I was concerned. Yeah, well, you, you know how Hollywood is. You, you know, they've got a, they've got a, you know, kind of embellish movies to, to make it look good or whatever. To their standards, you know, to entertain. I, I really enjoyed the last one with, with Jaden Smith in it. Um, I really liked the second uh, Karate Kid a whole lot. Mhm. But I don't yeah, think you can do a jump. Don't think you can do a uh, a cartwheel and then hit somebody with that. It's a little tough, but you know, it's possible. But <laughs> he did he did a little of that far out good stuff like we talked about. But I like the way you know Jackie Chan built the character and everything. He had to do physical hard work to be a good fighter. Oh, oh yeah. And, uh, I believe, I remember uh, hearing that uh, Jackie Chan has broken every bone in his body, you know, with the stunts that he does. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it at all. He had a hard childhood. Um, you know, he was basically sold from his father into this martial arts studio, which is... Um, they call it Chinese opera, and you know they have to. They would put their bodies in all type of torturous positions and all that kind of stuff. And we get to see the outtakes of him getting hurt when he was making his movie. Yeah, because yeah, uh, he was very famous for the uh, Rush Hour movies as well with Chris Tucker. So, yeah, I mean he's a you know definitely a great martial artist, no doubt about it. Well. Whatever you do, champ, you're great in whatever you do because, like, I've listened to I've listened to your music, I've watched your martial arts videos, and, and like I said, I'm amazed, just completely amazed. So, well, I feel the same way about you, brother. Um, I'm just proud of who you are and that you're hanging in there, J-Ray. Well, you know, some somebody's got to speak for the disabled community, and it might as well be me because. Some people that's in my position, you know, they don't have a voice and they can't speak for themselves, you know. So I try to be their voice. So. And, and, you know, I think with doing your iPod radio show and everything, it's a chance to do that. And, you know, um, you can be as good as anybody on the planet. It's just putting in the time and the hours and it's like I've impressed. I mean, you had... Tommy Duke Morrison, you had Steven Seagal on your radio show. I mean, that's pretty high. That's up there, brother. That's very impressive. Yeah, and that's, I got to I gotta tell you, champ, that is not something easily pulled off. Trust me. 
Oh, I, I, I don't even know how Steven Seagal's phone number. That's impressive as all get out. So, I mean, I, I had some contacts, and, you know, I've, I've met some of these guys through, like, Twitter or Facebook, you know, and I've just, I've just kind of, you know, crossed my fingers and be like, I hope I get a response, you know, and I've just been lucky enough to get responses. And, you know, and, and when I heard of you, I was like, I have got to get this guy on my radio show. You know, um, it's all about publicity. I never really, you know, when I was fighting, I got quite a bit of it. But it's like, you know, since I've sort of been out of the realm here, and then Raven comes along and gets my name back out there. But it's like, uh, you know, I left Virginia Beach, Virginia, and I went on vacation and came out to Utah, in southern Utah, and I just fell in love with the Red Mountains. I mean, me and my wife just like, this is my... When you see the stars at night, Jay Ray, you're just like taken mm -hmm. away. I said, oh. So we bought a house, went back home and sold everything and moved out here. And where I live, it's a high plains desert above Zion National Park. There's only 707 people in 50 square miles. You can actually have silence out here. It's, it's unbelievable. Wow. So sort of my favorite thing my favorite thing to do is sit on the back porch and just play my guitar and sing with nobody but here but me. <laughs> yeah, actually I I I heard that that was your favorite thing to do. So cuz yeah. like I said I've been um I've been coordinating this for a long time with Raven and I'm like I hope he can come on my show soon. I'm like I know he's busy and everything but I'm just dying to talk to him so so. Let's uh, let's talk about music. Uh, okay, let's 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 talk about music. Uh, how how did you get inspired to do to do your music? Um, I guess you know the most people don't know that we had a little garage band called the Grassfield Grasshoppers, and I used to uh, basically just be the lead singer. That was when I was 16 years old. And then, you know, the martial arts just took over. But, you know, I would sing in the shower. <laughs> about it. But my brother Red Hawk had six albums out. And he knew I played with an Indian drum for two years and we traveled across the United States. But, you know, Indian singing is completely different than, than you know, doing rock and roll or country and, and English. But anyhow, he asked me to come in back up singing. From that, I ended up getting a one record deal. And actually that record, mm -hmm. um, it really... Please, but in internationally, I was 124th most played artist in the world for several months in 2007. And so I said, well, maybe I can do this. But the first thing I wanted to do is, you know, I want to be the consummate, you know, musician. So to me, if you're just a singer, you're nobody. You've got to learn how to play something. So I started the guitar, and oh, my goodness me, I have no idea it's going to be so hard to do. And my dad just laughed. He said, son, you'll never learn how to play a guitar. Well, it's one thing you don't do is tell me I can't do something to start with, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exactly. I found a good teacher. He was, I watched all the guitar players in southern Utah, and there was one guy who was Rustin Rever, much better than everybody else. And I stayed out. It took me four months to convince him to teach me. <laughs> but I finally got him to wow. teach me. and. We did the reading the music and playing these strings and all that. But after six months, I just didn't like my progress, and I, 
I picked out a song, and I'm knocking on heaven's doors, got four chords, and I said, let's play this song. And we did it week after week until I got the song down. And then I picked out another song, and another song. After five songs, I got it down. I'm very prolific now. I have six albums out. I can write my own music, and, you know, I play the rhythm guitar, which means I accompany myself. I don't do lead. I play the rhythm. And then um, when I was recording, um, John Houston, who I recorded with, said, well, let's put a mandolin. He said, no, 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 show me that chord, show me that chord. And I played the mandolin the first day on my own song and album. And, of course, you can see me playing it in uh, Half Breed on YouTube. But it was easy to learn the mandolin because I'd already spent thousands of hours learning to play the guitar. So all I had to do was know where to put my left hand for the chords to play the mandolin. And so, anyhow, so I to to do that, and I'm just so much in love with music now, I wished I'd been doing this my whole life instead of just the last five years, you know? Oh, absolutely. And I was going to tell you, Hawk, um, unfortunately we're kind of running out of time, but I wanted to take this opportunity um, to uh, thank you for being on the show, and I want you to, you know, uh, let everybody know how they can get your music and how, you know, where they can connect with you on social networks and if you have any important, inspiring messages for the kids out there or just people in general. Sure, sure. Um, just put Blackhawk Walters in the music and it'll pull up iTunes, uh, CD Baby, Amazon.com, Artist I'm on every site with that album, uh, Cowboys and Indians. And uh, you can just pull that music up. And the gentleman who wrote Indian Reservation, his name is John D. Lodermilk. That's his name. He's actually a fan really fantastic musician, too. John D. Lodermilk wrote Indian Reservation. Back in the uh, early, early 70s, probably 71, I think it was. So, yeah. But, yeah, just pull up uh, Blackhawk Walk, the music, and you can find it on iTunes and pick Indian Reservation. It's 99 cents to pull it up. Uh, and uh, one of the favorite songs of most people is my song, Cowboys and Indians, and it talks about when I was a young kid growing up, going to movies, and John Wayne was always killing the Indians, and Indians are bad guys. So, so And I use the Indian yeah. drum also in that, like we do in Indian music. Awesome. But unfortunately, kind of we're out of... Have... Okay. Go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, yeah. The time just flew by when you're having a good, good time. Yeah, it, it, it just seems like we just got on here. But uh, unfortunately, we're out of time because it only allows me 30 minutes uh, to record, so um, what, what I'll do is, since we didn't get to touch on everything that I wanted to touch on, um, you're welcome to come back to the show anytime. So It's like a deal to me, J-Ray. I'll uh, send me your address and I'll send you a bunch of my stuff and we'll go from there, my friend. I, absolutely. I'm getting ready to uh, I'm getting ready to do that within the next 30 seconds or so, so uh, thank you for joining my show and uh, I hope that you will be on again soon. Maybe maybe me and you and uh, Raven can get on here together and just crack up and have a good old time. So. Yes, it sounds good. Uh, we have a record together, and it should be out in the next three months, so we'll get you on that, and we'll do something with our new album. Awesome, awesome. And, and like I said, I, I am very honored that uh, you were on the show, and uh, people can actually access the show through the iTunes store, so. Awesome. So, thank, thank you for uh, thank you for joining me, and uh, 
I will be emailing you right back shortly with uh, with my personal info. So. Well, thank you, Jay Ray. I look forward to being on the show again, brother. Thank you so much. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was champion Black Hawk Walters. Thank you for joining me for this broadcast. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Justin Ray Harvey. Share this podcast with your family, your friends. Respect each other and take care of each other. Until next time, this is Justin J. Ray Harvey signing off. Hi, I'm Stephanie, your official LegacyFightGear.com spokesmodel. LegacyFightGear.com is your complete resource for martial arts supplies, MMA gear, wrestling gear, DVDs, movies, and so much more. So visit our online catalog at LegacyFightGear.com today. Also, be sure to like and share our page at facebook.com slash legacyfightgear for special discounts and prices. You have been listening to The Justin Harvey Show here on the World Martial Arts Radio Network. Be sure to tune in again next week for his latest show. Thank you for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.